You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome. To Theater Geeks Anonymous, the podcast about Broadway flops, scandals, and new work. I'm your host, Ebony Vines. And I'm your host, Pamela Shandro. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Theater Geeks Anonymous podcast on the Broadway Podcast Network and all your favorite podcast listening apps. Thank you. Hey, Geeks. This is Ebony Vines, one of the co-hosts of Theater Geeks Anonymous. Thank you so much for going on the Smash NBC journey with us. What you're about to hear are the immediate reactions of myself and some of my friends after watching the season finale of season one of Smash. On Thursday evenings, we'd watch Smash together via Zoom. You'll hear the voices of some of my friends, Sarah D'Imperio, Dava White, and my roommate and friend, Megan Peterson. Shout out to my friend, Laura Coward, who was unable to stay for the chat, but did watch with us and was very diligent about watching pretty much every week. Thank you as always for listening. We really appreciate you geeks and hope you're hanging in there during these restless days. Bye. (laughs) That was wild. I forgot how good it was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. She she does have a really beautiful voice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I... Oh, yeah. I don't... <laughs> what? what she davis said she didn't understand why she didn't win on american idol i guess yeah. the Ricks won that season yeah i don't watch it so i don't know anything except that she was on there it. were other people yeah. on the season two I that were better that were not but yeah that were way better than him okay like he <laughs> She's not impressed by I Taylor mean, I didn't Hicks. Finish the season, I don't think. She... I don't even remember Taylor Hicks, to be honest. See, there's so many. It's like Jennifer Hudson lost. Freaking has an Oscar. About to play Aretha Franklin. I love Jennifer. Like, Hudson. it I doesn't finally... matter. That's All it. the people who won, the only ones are like Carrie Underwood mm-hmm. and Clarkson. Walter but Kelly, did she win? Yeah. Yeah, she's cute as a button. I like her. Yeah, Carrie Underwood's not really my style, but I know she's a very great singer. She's a great singer. The same thing happened with the voice. I watched it for a couple of seasons, and every time the person I like came in second. They always pick like, you know, the country singing guy with the beard with the. It's like the same sort of things over and over. And I just stopped watching both of them. It just got too much. But anybody who can say Jennifer Hudson doesn't win is ridiculous. I don't care who else. She didn't win. And then I I think, um, I can't remember it was her or, oh, Kelly, what? Pickler. Pickler. I think they were in the same season. Also Melinda Doolittle. I don't know some of these names. I don't remember. Which is part of the point. But the ones who really shine, like to get a chance to be on the show, they're going to shine anyway, like Jennifer Hudson, like, you know, Adam, what's his face, the 
that played with Queen. You know, yeah. I mean, Lambert. You know, yeah, Lambert. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he came in. He came in second because they had like Scotty, the country singer with the beard, once again. Who you know, it's like very often the same type, or the woman who can sing very nicely pop music, but not like anything I haven't heard before. I never understand because it's like some people are different and they stand out. And they don't seem to pick those, but whatever. We know Jennifer Hudson. I watched like but. a half a season. Like maybe, maybe even a quarter. And there was this girl whose name I can't remember who was phenomenal and she got voted off. And I was like, well, I don't understand why people watch this show. Was it Tamara <laughs> Gray? Like a quarter of a season. And I was like, I'm out, I'm yeah. out. <laughs> I like the voice because I like the idea of it that you don't have, you don't get to go by what they look like and you don't mm -hmm. get to, you know, I mean, that image is so much a part of it that I thought that was an interesting premise, but the same thing happened. It's like, my person always makes it to the last four and then never ever wins. So I, I just got tired of that. I thought, I'll just wait and you know listen to them when they, if they become famous, like, because mm -hmm. a lot of them do. But anyway, I love Megan Hilty. I obviously missed her singing on it and her in the dressing room with the pills was heartbreaking. But I mean, there's a second season. She'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did forget how good Catherine McPhee is. Like, oh I don't, my goodness. I don't give her enough credit. She's amazing. For that skinny body to have that voice come out is wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's really beautiful how they did that final cut in uh -huh. even not only Catherine McPhee's voice. Mm -hmm. and her presence on the stage but just the editing and I mean I think everyone who put an effort into that final scene deserves credit yeah it was so beautifully shot and edited the lighting design mm -hmm. the choreography I love seeing like the shadow figures of Marilyn in the background mm -hmm. like the highlights of her life happening yeah. live on stage it was just gorgeous yeah and made me want this show on Broadway even more than I did when I first saw it and Definitely. you know I I was uh, in background in some of those scenes when they were shooting like in the audience you can't ever see me because I was not seated next to the main actors right the series and they did something called tiling on it where they they would take like a section of the audience and they would film us and then instead of filling the entire theater with people, because that would be very expensive to pay that many people, um, they just did in After Effects where they would double all of them. So yeah. I, I remember at one point watching it and like seeing myself in a couple different spots. <laughs> That's, potentially. That's so That's creepy. a little bit creepy, but it, it's done so artfully that you, you don't really notice it if you're not looking No. No, I didn't. But I will say it was fun to watch the the cast and um, the scene that I really remember watching was the, that bit from the 20th Century Fox. Mm -hmm. And so they were filming it and it was obviously pre-recorded. So Catherine right. McPhee had to keep doing the same choreography, like same probably 16 counts over and over uh -huh. to her own recorded voice lip syncing. And that was kind of my first taste of what it's like to film a musical show. 
like this. Yeah. Like they have to That's record true. everything and lip sync to themselves. That is so strange. <laughs> that would be, it would be exhausting actually yeah. to do it that many times, I would think. Yeah, she's, she was quite, she was quite good. I loved everybody's faces in the audience, all the people that are part of it. I mean, I just thought it was really very sweet. It was amazing. Um, What are you growling at? Sorry. Um, it's over, Z. We'll watch the next season soon. I promise. <laughs> She'll she's... sleep through it. <laughs> yeah. Now she's up staring at the TV growling at something, but she slept, <laughs> she slept through almost the whole show. She even dreamed during the show and started making little noises. So <laughs> she missed it completely. But I love it. I love Angelica Houston so much. I'm so glad they gave her that role. I mean, she's... She's classic to me. And I love when she fires. Oh, oh finally. He's like, I, I hate to break it to you, though. He's in season two. So I remember. I remember. Well, he has that, that, that line that you've not heard the last of this. Right. Like, okay. People was like, he should be in prison. Right? right. Dude, in the very least, there should be a lawsuit. Definitely. He's like, I put peanuts in her smoothie, so I'm now a producer. I'm like, I don't think that's what it takes to be a producer. <laughs> no. <laughs> to poison the star. No, that's what it takes to be a criminal. That's yeah. what it takes. So, you know. <laughs> I know he's just a character, but that guy plays it so well that he annoys me. Like, he actually yes. really annoys me, his character. But I don't know. I feel terrible about I forgot how cheesy that ring thing was too when um Ivy gave her the ring back that was just yeah. so I can't remember anything so it it totally feels like it's the first time I've like some of them like oh I, rem I remember I, I remembered the end like I knew don't forget me was coming yeah, yeah so we're in the gold dress and all that but like I wasn't quite sure if there was pills, and Davis said probably there was pills. I couldn't remember that either. <laughs> because like it has either. to be because it's Maryland, and I was like, right. I can't remember were there, but there were like of course, mm -hmm. and um, I didn't remember exactly what happened to the ring. I was like, I mean, Ivy's sinister, so I, I'm pretty sure she has it, and she did. Yeah. And then of course. She got jealous because she saw all of, you know, Catherine McPhee's pictures of her family and stuff. Yeah. And she has a, why does she get to have everything and I get to have nothing? And her mother is just like Marilyn's mother kind of coming in. And then did she yeah. actually leave her mother as soon as she realized she wasn't the star? Or did she stay? No, no. Ava says, I bet she stayed. We're going to hope that she just stayed. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Be very cold. Like, oh, you're not the star. I'm going to get back in well, the Bye. She's <laughs> so messed up. <laughs> so messed up. Everybody's in the next season, right? I can't remember anybody disappearing. Um, I, I don't. The only one I'm not sure is BDJ. Mm. Um, because if you look at next season two's like promo shot, yeah, he's not in it. Okay, okay. But, but don't I take Leslie away from how me. How much he's in and how much he's not. There's a brand new showrunner, Teresa Rebeck, was ousted of her own show. What what happened there? Do you know? <clears throat> so from what I remember, when it when it all happened, 
the ratings. And so they were like trying to save the show. And also there's talk that like she was difficult. Um, but I was talking with one of my friends and they, they were telling me about how like this show was actually supposed to be an HBO show. And so it was supposed to be a lot different than it actually is because Steven Spielberg and the cast all signed on thinking this was going to be HBO show it was much darker. It was, you know, you can do more on HBO oh, yeah. and on network television. Your budget is bigger as well. Mm -hmm. you now you have like Game of Thrones budget, you know. Sure. Bigger budget. And so um, NBC Network Television has different rules, stipulation, different idea about what you can do creatively. And so I think she was like, like, this is my baby and you're ruining it. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, then, you know, the, it didn't go the way that she wanted or hoped or dreamed and this, the ratings weren't as great, obviously as we all know. And so um, they ousted her in order to, you know, try to like save the show, but really if they just listened to her, <laughs> probably would have been um, better. So season two, the showrunner, I think is the showrunner from Gossip Girl, I think. Oh, okay. That makes sense, because this is a bit more like Gossip Girl style than, I mean, just as far as what you can get away with, like you said. If, if it was an HBO thing, it could have been a little more raunchy and a little different, obviously, but darker. But it's, it's still good. It's still a lot of fun. And Zach from All My Children is still really handsome. I think, he, I think he's in... I think he's in season two. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't oh, think he At least part of it. I don't yeah. remember. Again, I only remember it as I see it, but I don't think he just disappears. I'm sure he's in it. I yeah, it was, right. it was a showrunner of Gossip Girl. His name's Joshua Safran. Well, and I feel like he probably... They say she, she left to focus on other projects. No. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. It's not how it went down. It's sort no. of like saying creative differences. Right. Mm -hmm. or, yeah. or, or, or conflicting <laughs> schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, mercury poisoning. That also <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> working in casting during that <laughs> oh man or peanut poisoning in this oh, case gosh that was he's so terrible he is i don't like anything about that character no i still think about how that actor gets streamed out so there was too much makeup i i wasn't <laughs> looking at him when she noticed it i had my i was looking at my phone so i missed it but she was like in full light, but it was just pretty thick. Cakey. <laughs> <laughs> it was flawless. It was just a lot. It, didn't look it was like too much for the street. <laughs> right, for regular, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and Jennifer Hudson, speaking of, is in next season. Oh, right. Yeah, Jeremy Jordan. I knew Jeremy Jordan. 
And Andy Mentis. That's right, yep. And Carolee Carmelo for like an episode. Oh, I love her. Oh, this is going to be fun. I forgot yeah, Jennifer. I love and that. It's such a different show in season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, um, Jesse L. Martin. I was like, you guys are beating that rent situation home real hard. Talk about <laughs> Come on now. Love him? Do you love him? Don't you love him? Oh, I do. But it, it's like they were be- so they were beating home the fact that like hit list is supposed to be like a rent. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. were. I mean, they were just like beating us with a mallet I mean, so hard. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, Jonathan right. Larson and so they bring yeah. on Jesse and you're like well okay listen all the kids who watch this we know we get it exactly. <laughs> with us with it like, we understand we what you're doing here know your audience that's right Dava <laughs> give, give a little nod and a wink and blah blah yeah. blah but like make it a nod it, and a wink not I mean it know. was like <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast, Theater Geeks Anonymous. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TGABWAY and on Facebook at Theater Geeks Anonymous. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Theater Geeks Anonymous podcast on the Broadway Podcast Network and all your favorite podcast listening apps. Your intermission sode has now concluded. Shut up, sit down, and turn off your cell phones. Or we'll tell Patty Lapone. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.